Um, this is an emergency dispatch um, from Inside Agitator. Um, it's just me. Uh, my co-host isn't here tonight. Uh, he's going, th- I mean, really just a tremendous amount of shit being hurled right now. But he just had, and we just had an episode talking about how he doesn't even have many black friends. And his one experience in black space was in the church. And, and, and he has, in 24 hours, my co-host, two of those people close to him in our age group 20s pass away of overdoses um and and be killed by the system and and dmx this week and so he's not here because he's obviously fucking devastated and i think it's just too much for him tonight after going to two funerals this weekend to then talk about how another black man was murdered during the Derek chauvin trial going on down the street in minneapolis a 20 year old man by the name of Dante Wright, who was pulled out of his car where he was with his girl and his child, allegedly, while he's on the phone with his mom asking for his insurance number, gets murdered, gunned down in the street by the police. And then what do they do when the community shows up to try to get them to at least clean up the body that they left on the street for what people are reporting to be over six hours? When community members showed up, they showed out in riot gear. And they brutalized the community members. And I just want to thank the community members that showed up and pushed back the SWAT teams from the site of his murder and cleared out space for the community to grieve with his mother who was still crying in the street on the streams that you could watch. Um, And so I was tuned into Unicorn Riot tonight, um, and I highly recommend people stay in touch with their channel and their reporting. Um, And on their stream, you heard from his brother sister and mother um and i mean it was just fucking devastating i I was literally in here crying when his sister was on the screen because his sister was when speaking about him and who he was as a person was using is it hadn't even sunk in in her head yet that he was gone it was is he is a goofy guy he's a lighthearted i mean it's fucking horrible how the fact that i'm even fucking talking about this into a fucking microphone still almost a year after the george floyd murders it's fucking, it's a joke. It's a fuck, they're, it's a laughing in our fucking faces. And I, I'm sorry, but even at the protest tonight, I, one guy takes the microphone and he goes, no justice in a racist system, cops get killed in a racist system. And everyone like stops chanting and gets mad with him. And it's like, I'm sorry. And then he tries to explain himself, and this is, this is why, he tries to explain himself and goes, well cops do get killed in the racist system. People do rise up and kill the police, and then that creates issues. So it's just a fact. I'm not saying people should go do that. And literally, as he's trying to explain how, oh, people shouldn't kill the cops, they open fire on the crowd and everyone goes running. That's what they were doing all night, shooting press members. I'm watching this shit, and I'm, I'm taken aback. And then I'm sending people the live. So, right, I'm on watching this on YouTube on Unicorn Riot. And then I'm on, uh, I'm on Instagram, and I find out about this other page, Aesthetics... Kansa, Kanash, Aesthetics, Kanash. And she's a documentary filmmaker who popped up on the Unicorn Riot stream. And she's frontline, super radical, you know, 100% aligned politically with this podcast, loved what she had to say. So I start sending her stream around to people because she's really getting up, getting close looks, showing what they're doing. I thought she had a great vantage point. So I'm sending around. And people are like, oh, is this, you know, my city or, you know, what I ask them. And I'm like, wait, you hadn't heard? And no one had even heard. That something happened in Minnesota and in Minneapolis. And granted, it happened tonight, and it's a Sunday night. You know, the news is, is not in, in at work today. 
and we probably will hear about it tomorrow. But it goes to show that the work that social media has done is suppress these things. When they used to happen, they used to happen. Now you go on social media, it's you don't see it. And what you do see, and this is what's fucking crazy, and let me pull this up for a second. What you do see are people posting, I mean, and I'm talking ridiculous shit to try to try to paint the protesters. So I'm, I just spent five hours watching a stream where protesters are being brutalized by the police. Brutalized. Um, they, just for approaching the police station. Let alone even, even doing anything or in violent conflict with the police. Just standing there and chanting. Then there's this guy, Elijah Schaefer on Twitter, host of Slightly Offensive on Blaze TV. What a fucking name. Uh, and I have never heard of this guy. But he, he has all these posts that he's putting up going, CVS Pharmacy now being targeted and rioted by looters. Uh, Walmart, Walmart is being targeted by Minneapolis looters. It is a video of two guys running out of a footlocker. And then the video of the CVS, it's like four people. Meanwhile, I'm watching a thing where thousands of people are being brutalized by the police. And, and, but the image being painted on social media by the propagandists is that there's all this looting going on. And then he has a video of some people closer up running out of the footlocker with sneakers and goes, no better way to combat police brutality. Like, these are at all the same people, and not just disadvantaged people taking advantage of an opportunity to enrich themselves, which is what we fucking value under the system and teach people to fucking do. Disgusting. 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 And, and, and this is being used to justify the violence against the community members who came out of their houses to stand in the street and support the Wright family, where his sister and mother are literally crying in the street. And they're being brutalized for that. Brutalized. So many non-lethal weapons I saw fired. Insane. Tear gas, not just tear gas. Some weird green gas. Some yellow gas. Whatever the fuck they want to throw. Flashbangs. Fucking ridiculous. Disgusting. And I just... And you know, I'd feel bad asking my co-host to come on tonight. Because why the fuck should he have to even think about this shit what are we supposed to even do it's just fucking horrifying and depressing but you know what i have an answer i have an answer for what we're supposed to do go out in the fucking streets stop on twitter stop the arguing stop the this that and the third aoc did this this gets me i love the fred hampton leftist guys i love them they're gonna have them on the pod and check them out when they launch their project they're great but they're on on twitter right now tonight tweeting about can't believe aoc hasn't tweeted in x amount of days like fucking fangirls obsessed about if AOC tweeted or not. And listen, fuck AOC. She's betrayed the cause. I'm not, I'm not on Team AOC at all. I'm not a defender. Maybe not out for her blood, but I'm not a defender. But the fucking... The fact that this is... Someone was just murdered in the streets. And we're worried about these, like, random beefs. That's not what's important right now. And yeah, it is important because that's how we ultimately change the policy and change these things and get things changed. But really what we need to be focused on is reporting exactly what's going on in the street. Because the other people, when we leave it up to fucking Elijah Schaefer, whoever the fuck I just read to report it, it's, oh, look at the, oh, what a what great way to protest police brutality. Look at look at them looting the footlocker. And and it's just like, oh, it's so fucking frightening. We can't let them set the narrative. So get in the street, get involved. Um, don't let them quash it either. So it, it, people have to go out and go and support and I'm not saying you gotta go be on the front lines and get and get tear gassed and get rubber bulleted. And I, I and listen, I know people out there got anxiety and a lot of things that are keeping them from wanting to go do this. COVID, there's a lot of things. But please, I implore you, now is the time. They did this during George Floyd's trial. It is egregious. This is cops. Fucking. This is their 
uh, revenge for the fact that one of the, the Thin Blue Line is even kind of being attacked. It's not being broken. It's just somewhat under scrutiny in the court system mildly right now. And so they're, they're ramping up their brutality against us. And it's fucking, it's horrible. And, and quite frankly, you turn, when I first tuned into this one stream on Twitter, the comments were like, well, come on, guys, violence isn't going to solve anything. Let's wait for the facts to come out. A whole bunch of people commented shit like that. And it's like, uh, first off, they were commenting at this point, it was, no one was even remotely violent or rowdy. And there's just all these riot cops in a neighborhood, a bunch of houses around, with sticks ready to beat the shit out of people. That's violent. So, of course, people might throw some trash back at them. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're going to show up in suits dressed like Master Chief. 30 of you with giant fucking uh, shovel handles that you got from Home Depot, still with the tags on, ready to beat the shit out of us. That's violent. And you can't say that the protesters were that violent. No, they pulled up violently. And then the protesters responded. And not even harshly. They didn't even. It's fucking insane. And, and yeah, so the violence is coming from their side 100% through and through. You, it's clear. I've watched multiple live streams. I had three POVs going on. I'm sitting here taken aback. I mean, it, it, and they do it on purpose. They do it on purpose. They were trying to kettle people, trying to goad people, and then step back a little bit, get them to walk towards them. I mean, it really was it was horrible. And then how did they justify it? Well, four people tried to break into a CVS to get some tech three miles away. So... Yeah, I guess that's that, like, f guess fuck the whole movement then. <gasps> I mean, it's so fucking ridiculous. And even if it was the movement looting that Walmart, they'd have every fucking right to. On our Twitter tonight, we posted a video from two years ago in the Brooklyn Center Walmart where the rioting and looting is taking place right now, allegedly, uh, right in Minneapolis. And it is, I'm not just saying carts full of food, like some carts. I'm talking 30, 40, 50 carts in the back of the store filled to the brim, overflowing with different frozen foods that they're just throwing out. Throwing out food en masse. And they do that because that is how you keep the system of exploitation running. It's not about feeding people. They could send that food out to the community and plan it for to expire. But then people aren't as desperate to pay them and work for them and be servants to the Waltons, our overlords. So it's exappropriation from the Waltons. They have every right to steal from Foot Locker, the Waltons, any of those big conglomerates. Fuck them. They're not out here hurting the employees. That's not what's going on. This isn't small businesses. It's it's really it's really egregious. It's really egregious, the narratives. And, and it's no one. I, I mean, the videos that are the proof on Twitter that everyone's talking about this looting, that this one guy posts and everyone's sharing, are two guys running out of a Foot Locker, four guys at a CVS, and then I guess there was that one video of like, you know, 10 people in a Foot Locker. But really, some fucking sneakers? People gonna steal, what, 30 pairs of sneakers and fuck the movement then? They deserve what the police were doing to them tonight? No, I don't fucking think so. It's what, fuck that. Fuck that. And, um... Yeah, I just, I guess, I wanted to do this app just to check in with everybody. Um, and, 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 and let me say this, the answer is also to keep going in the streets because there are people out there who aren't online... And who, if you ask them about, let's say, I don't know, the fucking Soviet Union, they don't have nuanced opinions on Stalin, and, and they don't know what the fuck a tanky is. They don't know, they would tell you probably the same Red Scare line propaganda shit that your parents would if you asked them about the Soviet Union. But they know who's fucking killing them. They know who's exploiting them. They know who's underpaying them. 
They know who's throwing out the food at the end of every shift. They know who isn't letting them share that to their starving communities. People know who the fucking enemy is. They don't need all this shit. And so everyone get the fuck offline and go in the streets this week. And please stand in solidarity with your brothers and sisters. Because they need you right now. Need you. It's not a question of, of if or when or maybe when the moment is. The moment was a year ago and it didn't happen. And now during the trial, the little modicum crumb fucking bullshit, tiny drop of justice we got from them, while that's still dragging the fuck on, it, which is shameful, they murder another black man fucking ten blocks away or some shit. Disgusting. And, um, so just get out there, get fucking angry, and, um, solidarity to everyone in Minneapolis and Minnesota, solidarity to my co-host, um, we are probably going to take a short break, but we have two episodes, we have one about No Name, who earlier today before this happened made some waves again on Twitter, talking kind of about the same kind of, should we accept white leftists in these spaces, stuff that we talked about on that episode, so that episode will be coming out next, we're going to upload that today, but we'll, we'll put this up today. Um, and then after that, we had uh, Ted Matrakis on to talk about some really insightful stuff. He's really just a brilliant guy. Um, and we talked about Jesus, COVID, and the protest movement. Um, so those episodes will be coming out, and, and we'll let my co-host take a break. And then uh, we'll follow up with some more stuff. And, and I might do another one of these just as an update as to what happens in Minnesota, what happens with the Chauvin trial, just to keep people updating, uh, updated on what's going on. And I, I, I want to talk uh, and do an episode with him when he's feeling up to it about Andrew Yang and follow up on things we were talking about with Andrew Yang because recently he's been making waves. So look out for all that. But for right now, I really would just say um, I haven't been able to even find a really good bail fund. And I, I'd heard random things about some of the ones from earlier in the summer. So I, I, once I figure out what the best bail fund is, I'll have that up on the Inside Agitator Instagram, at Inside Agitator, and on Twitter, at, at Inside Agitpod, I think. Um, I'll have those up before this episode's even up. But, um, you know, donate to some bail funds. Um, I think the peop the city's going down tonight. You, some of the people that would top up on screen, and, and that you'd even just see off screen, like with a real serious look on their face, like ready to do, like, people are ready. Like, shit, shit's going back down again. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised if we wake up to some crazy headlines and that when this episode, you're listening to it tomorrow morning, um, some city, some, you know, buildings burned down. Um, and, and just like last time, um, I would not be shocked. Um, I also wouldn't be shocked though, if the police completely are able to just devastate the crowd. Cause let me tell you it, the brutality they were using tonight, like was twice as much as what they were doing when the George Floyd shit first popped off. They've clearly been training ready and spending money on shit and, and non-lethal weapons, which I hate that fucking term because they are lethal sometimes. It's fucking a ridiculous term. Um, and now they're, they're, they're shooting chalk, like chalk bullets that disintegrate so you can't like take a photo of what they're shooting you with because Lord knows like the shit I got shot with at a protest earlier this summer, I took a photo of it, it looked like fucking Bullet Bill out of Mario, a fucking big metal fucker. And so now they're using chalk, so, like, you just have a chalk mark on you. Shit fucking, like, evaporates into dust. You can't be like, look at what they fucking just shot at me. And then, here's the worst part. I'm watching the stream, and the media guy's trying to look at the tear gas, the weirdo-colored tear gases that they're firing, like, just to see what the fuck it is. And before he can even get to it, he just gets lit the fuck up with pepper balls or chalk or fucking rubber bullets, rubber batons, whatever the fuck it was he got shot with, just gets lit the fuck up. And, I mean, these cops were jumpy tonight. 
jumpy. And granted, they're walking, they're walking around defending their precinct that they think is going to get burned down. But like, jumpy, just ready to fucking, like wanting a fight. Like the protesters, they're, they're egging them on. And I think they do it on purpose. I think they want to fight. And it's because they, you're, they're not really threatened. No one's sitting there with fucking like rocket launchers in their backpack. They're not really threatened by these people. They are threatened by their dissent. They're threatened by their voice. They're threatened by their collective power. And, 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 and that shows me protests do fucking matter. Look at how much they lie about them. Look at how much they try to stop them. Look at how much they brutalize them. Look at how much they fucking... Literally, you'd go into these threads watching it, and, and there'd be like this obvious bot account showing up like, this is all a distraction while Russia's fi- figuring out their plan to attack us. Like, you people pop it up in the comments like that. Like, like it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. So please, get out there. That, if, they, if That's what I'm saying. I'm putting this out there to tell people... It's Monday morning. You're listening to this on Monday, hopefully. This week, get the fuck out there. Make plans. If it's Wednesday, if it's next weekend, if it's next week, get an affinity group together. Get a ride. Even if you got to go alone, figure out. A plan. I wouldn't recommend going alone. If you got to go alone, go alone. And, and and maybe do something a little less risky. Bring waters for people. And, and that's the thing. If you've got medical skills or expertise, go out there and be a medic. Stand in the back. You won't get attacked. But people bring people who were attacked to you, and you can help them. Please get out there and help. And if, if you can't help physically, help materially. Donate money to some of the bail funds I'm going to post. And um, let me say this. The flame died. It felt like the flame died. But that was the fake flame. That was the media flame that they get to control. And they let it die when Biden won. And when they realized they couldn't funnel all of the movement into the Democratic Party tank this summer. But we have our own flame. And I'll admit even that I've lost touch with that flame. But the people on the street, the people I witnessed tonight that are talking about the 16 cities they've been in and how this shit hasn't stopped for 300 days and how they they weren't going to let it stop after George Floyd, they're not going to let it stop now. Holy shit. The fire never died for those people. And those are the real revolutionaries. Everyone on Twitter pointing figures, you're the fake leftist, you're the fake leftist. You're all fake leftists. Every single fucking one of you. Me too. Because we're not out on the streets with these people on the front lines. Every fucking day, 9 a.m. to fucking 3 a.m. Six hours of sleep, I'm talking. Get out on the streets. Get Join hands with these people and do the fucking work. And it's not always conflict with the police. Build a fucking community kitchen. Set up mutual aid networks. Fucking, it doesn't matter. Whatever you can do, now's the time to do it. It's that we're not going to get another chance. The next generations are only going to get... I don't believe in this whole that the people are going to die off and the good people are going to grow up. I think the next generations are going to get more fucking reactionary and worse and more racist. We're the shot. We're the chance. So this is it. This is the time to stand up and not let fucking... Not let fucking George Floyd die in vain. Not let fucking Dante die in vain. Not let my co-hosts, two friends, who died of of, of a disease of despair... A fucking, a fucking pandemic of its own that's been unleashed into the communities of America in part by the CIA and the American government. That, it, we can't let... DMX. DMX's talent. The world is made to chew... Look, look at all the stories that are coming out about how much love he had for the world. No, th- th- This world is, is built in a way that makes people like that suffer. The best people, the people that got joy, that love the world, that love each other, that love humans. Because that's not incentivized. That's beaten down. 
So the most radical thing you can do is to love one another and stand together. And that's it. That's what I got. So tune in. Tune in later. Love you guys.